Welcome to Casual Conversations, brought to you by Momentum Ministries, helping you attain, maintain, and regain momentum for life. Let's join the conversation with author and pastor Scott Wade, president of Momentum Ministries. Good morning. This is Pastor Scott with Momentum Ministries. It's great to have you with us today. Thank you for joining us as we are going through the early chapters of the Gospel of Mark, and we're talking about new beginnings. Uh, today, we have another guest who is moving to, uh, to a new rhythm, the rhythm of the Spirit, who's left behind the old patterns of the past and embracing the new life of the kingdom of God. In short, he is uh, drinking the new wine. Just as Jesus said, we can drink the new wine of the kingdom of heaven. Al Montero is drinking that new wine, and uh, uh, we want to welcome him to uh, Casual Conversations this morning. Good morning, Al. Hey, good morning, Scott. Good morning, everyone that's out there. It's a real honor to be able to be with you guys this morning. Let me give a full disclosure here. Um, I don't know if Al is completely unbiased in his uh, comments today. He is a member of the, the uh, Board of Directors for Momentum Ministries. Uh, but Al is from a beautiful little city outside Ann Arbor, Michigan. Uh, but you haven't always lived there, right, Al? Tell us uh, where you're really from. No, I'd be a youper which is uh, north of the Mackinac Bridge in Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Beautiful Upper Peninsula, I might add. The UP is one of my favorite places on earth with all that fresh water and pasties. I just love pasties. Tell our folks what's, what's a pasty. It's really a, a, a meat pie dish. The UP is, is particularly in the Western end, uh, uh, was the mining communities. Um, Coppers up there, that, that was the big thing, copper mines. And when the immigrants came to the UP, the Finnish and Cornish people, they'd make meat pies. They put uh, meat and rutabaga and rutabaga, whatever it is, uh, and different vegetables into uh, a pie crust sort of a thing. And that's, that's a pasty. So Okay. Sounds yeah. like the, the original Hot Pocket. Original hot pocket. There you go. <laughs> um, how in the world did did um, did you land on the board of Momentum Ministries? Oh, uh -huh. leave out leave out the part about the uh, court ordered community service. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I well, all I can say is I woke up one day. And, geez, there I was. But uh, no, really, um, how we met. And how this has all come about, kind of a funny story, I suppose. Um, another godism, but uh, my daughter and her family were living near Cincinnati, and they were going to the church that you were pastoring in Bethel. And of course, we'd go down there because uh, A, that's my only daughter, and B, that was my daughter had our first grandchild, and we'd go to church with them on Sundays, and we were there a fair amount. And you and I just kept bumping into each other. And uh, for some reason, and I don't know what you were drinking that day, what sort of wine, but <laughs> it was new. <laughs> we seemed to hit it off. Um, you know, I, I think we had a connection. And I know that that, that connection was, uh, was meant to be you and I stayed in touch. And it's just been a, a blessing beyond measure. Well, Al, um, I know how we got to know each other, and that, that was good. I, I appreciate that. But um, what in the world were we um, into, or what were we, as you said, what were we drinking when 
uh, you got on the Momentum Ministries board. How'd that happen? Well, I, I, I think that there was, there was another sort of funny godism in that. You and I have been talking about uh, what was going on with your life. You were feeling that you were being pulled in a different direction. And we were corresponding and chatting and things like that. And I sent you a note one day. And I said something about, uh, in effect, getting out of the boat. It was time for you to get out of the boat and do something. And funny thing was, you came back and said, that, that's the exact words that I've been hearing in my head or feeling for, me to get out, for you to get out of the boat. This is amazing, because that phrase, get out of the boat, has been so foundational in uh, in what we're doing now in momentum ministry so so go ahead well that that's it yeah that that you said that uh, that was more than a coincidence that here i'm sending you a note saying in effect exactly what you were feeling inside what you you know what what your call was being you know one thing led to another you you uh called and said would i be willing to serve on the board and it took me all of uh, a microsecond to say yes, <laughs> because it's an honor to be able to do that, because I believe in, in what you're doing. And I, and I know that you and I are uh, in different ways trying to do the same thing. Yes, we are, because we're both drinking that, uh, that new wine, the wine of the kingdom. Uh, so let's let's go back before you, you tasted the new wine. Tell us a, a little bit about that. Uh, that old Al Montero, pre-kingdom Al Montero? Well, you know, being a youper, uh, and of course, from the UP, I was a hockey player. And on top of that, I'm an engineer. Uh, so I've always been pretty self-sufficient. Well, we're, we're in Chelsea, and Sunday mornings, I'd go to Catholic church. Jane, Jane accidentally happened on a free Methodist church that wasn't too far from our house. And Occasionally, I'd go with her, not very often, and I saw something, though, with the people and with the pastor there, that there was a warmth, uh, a spirit, yeah, I guess that's the word, a spirit there, that I, I just wasn't seeing or feeling at the Catholic Church. It was, in part, certainly the congregation, and, and then the pastor there was just an amazing guy. His name was Merle Bradley, and almost immediately, I dubbed him the Rev. I'm not sure why, but he always laughed about it. I, I think back now, and I have no idea why I received such a, a great man in my life. But whatever I did, I was grateful for it. I am grateful for it. And the Rev, he just kept nudging me along. He, he never, never tried to push me, never you know, never tried to change me. He was just there as an example. Uh, Merle Bradley was probably the closest thing on this side of heaven that I'm ever going to meet for a saint. Uh, he, he was the kind of guy that bled for everybody. I, if, if you cut yourself, he started to bleed. And it, it turned out to be more true than not. He ended up in the hospital shortly after we'd been here. Uh, there was a whole group of people from the congregation there. And so I went in and saw him and I looked at him and I says, Rev, you look terrible. You want me to call a priest for you? And 
you know, of course he started laughing, but, but he was always there. He was there when our twins were born. Um, he stayed at the hospital with us. And that was, that was one of the worst nights uh, that I've had. The, the, the twins had some real issues. One of them wasn't breathing when he came out. Uh, they both ended up in the ICU for a couple of weeks. Something that we're going to get into in a second, in a little more detail. When I was in an accident uh, about uh, four and a half hours away from Chelsea, Jane called to let him know that I was in that accident. And this guy says, I'll be right there. You know, that was, <laughs> that was his, com his, his comment. It uh, wasn't anything more than, you know, no question. It's just, I'll be right there. What a great gift. Um, besides the gift of Jesus Christ, the, the people that he sends to us are, are the best gifts that I think that he gives us. Al, we talked a few weeks ago about a couple uh, events in your life and how they have shaped you. I see in these two events evidence that you're drinking the new wine of the kingdom. So uh, quickly, just uh, what were those two events we talked about? Well, the first one was uh, an accident that I was in, in in 2007. It didn't didn't knock me out, but what I remember was my wife coming to me and uh, she's trying to get me to sit down and they're calling the ambulance. And I'm saying, no, I just broke my nose, which I've broken several times playing hockey. I didn't think it was a big deal. Well, it turns out that it was a lot more than, than I thought it was going to be. It did a lot of stuff to me. It, uh, and I, I couldn't walk. I'd take a few steps and, you know, act like a drunk. I, I'd fall down and stuff. And it was a, a difficult thing in, in a whole bunch of ways because I was tough. I was self-sufficient, you know, I, I could do it myself and I couldn't do it myself. I really needed my wife, um, probably for the very first time. I, I, I couldn't even be by myself for a long time after I got out of the hospital. Someone had to be there as a babysitter for me. They were afraid to leave me alone. So, so that was, that was a big deal. And the second thing I really want to put in there was during this time, I uh, completely and unconditionally fell in love for the first time in my life, but it was with my dog. But in spite of the fact that, that you know, I thought a dog was just a dog, she, she wouldn't let me be like that. She just made sure that in spite of myself, that she was gonna, she was gonna be there for me. For me, that was transformational. Yeah, having having really fallen in love with my dog taught me a lot about love, and that was a lesson that I had to learn. So, uh, when you when you drink deeply of love, you're drinking the the new wine. You get a new perspective on it. It's it's a lot more joyous, I guess, than than it it ever could have been before. What a, what a great picture of um, God's love to us. Just like Sophie, just she didn't care that you were injured. She was going to be faithful to you and, and uh, love you and stay by your side. And, and you responded to that. And in the same way, God, he doesn't care about our injuries. He's going to stay by our side. And, and you responded to that too. Tell us about um, what happened this past summer. 
Well, I've been through, you know, a lot of stuff since the, since the accident, some stuff, not so much fun, lots of medical issues and that, but I've, I had to make a decision with, with all the things that have went on. You know, I've had uh, a yard full of kidney stones. I've had cancer. I've had a heart attack, uh, but I'm still here. And for me, that means I've still got some work to do and, and not just the electrical engineering stuff that's at my desk every day, but I've, I've learned to face things with a smile and understand that, that there's opportunities. I asked God one day, not, not that long ago, I guess I said, you know, you've been so good to me. How can I share some of this stuff? How can I share these blessings? I want to reflect the love that God has shown me. And I want people to see that when they look at me and I want to be able to share that with them. You know, I, it wasn't long after, after asking that. And it, again, it shows that you've got to be careful what you ask for, um, that uh, a, a neighbor has some pretty serious family issues and stuff. And he was coming down and maybe for the first time ever, I, I really let go and, and talked to him about God and prayed with him. And I, I think it made a difference. You know, he's, he's told me several times since then that, you know, I'm his closest friend. That means a lot to me, but, but what means more is that I'm, I'm able to help the guy, I guess. And, and I've had lots and lots of opportunities since then. It's, uh, it's really pretty special. Uh, um, another person that I really didn't know, she lost her husband and her son had a serious accident. And I mean, I, I knew who she was, but I wouldn't have even recognized her, but I had her email and I, and I just reached out and said, Hey, you know, I, I want you to know that I care and that I'm praying for you. And her and I got together not too long ago. Uh, and it, it kind of was a surprise. It was a pleasant surprise and that she said how much that meant to her and saying that you were praying for somebody before was like, uh, you don't go there. You know, now it's, it's a lot easier to do. It's a lot easier to do. And I'm finding that it makes a difference. It just flat makes a difference in people's lives if you'll, you'll try your best to, to show what God's doing in, in a positive way. I'm going to go off script a little bit here, Al, because I want to, I want to trace the hand of God in uh, the stories that you've shared today. Um, begin with a, a young man that was very self-sufficient and uh, thought he wasn't good enough, even though he tried everything he knew to be good enough to, to satisfy God. And then uh, that young man accepting a, a job that uh, brought him in contact with uh, the Rev yep. that, that opened up a whole new kingdom uh, to your understanding. And then um, the accident, you had to, to depend on others and you realize, yeah, really, I am not self-sufficient. And then uh, kind of the pinnacle of that was learning through all of that and through an uh, unlikely vehicle, uh, uh, learning the nature of love. Sophie, your, your dog taught you that. And, and then now coming forward, 
to realize that that you have a role in the kingdom and sharing that that love that grace that mercy of god and that as small as the pieces may seem you can do your part did i capture that pretty well you 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 did it way better than i could ever do it that was perfect well i appreciate you al you're drinking the new wine of the kingdom uh one uh, one quick question in in closing um what has uh, what has surprised you the most about the kingdom of heaven since you started drinking the new wine of the kingdom well you know what surprises me the most is that i can do it i just never thought i had it in me i there was no question i couldn't do it i wasn't good enough this wasn't my job i yep i couldn't do it and and i can i understand now well as much as i can understand that this isn't a burden this is an opportunity you know you 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 make the presentation and and not by beating somebody in the head or anything and and i don't want anybody to ever look at me as an example because i'm i'm the worst example that there is but as long as you don't get attached to the outcome how it's going to turn out you don't want to get your feelings hurt you don't you know it, just just be yourself and and try to show people show people try to be a reflection of that love even even if you are a poor reflection as i am you just find out that there's opportunities there and you you know you can greet someone at the cash register um, with a smile and ask them how they're doing simple things like that and and who knows what's going to come from those sorts of things if i can do it um and that's my biggest surprise anyone can do it i encourage all our listeners to to be be that for somebody just like al's doing to uh to share the love in a simple gesture of kindness that's all you need to do well thank you all for uh, joining with al and me today on uh, casual conversations i hope that you'll join us next week as we return to uh the gospel of mark and uh, continue our discovery. Thanks for listening in on Casual Conversations brought to you by Momentum Ministries. Visit our website at MomentumMinistries.org. That's Momentum Ministries with two M's in the middle, dot O-R-G. God bless you and have a great day.